You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Bree and JJ. Welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast, where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome back, queens and kings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We back again with another episode. Y'all already know what time it is. We're continuing the Black History Month series. Because guess what? It's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. 2022. Today's topic is going to be extremely fun. I can't wait for us to get into that. I just, I love this. And it seems like a lot of people really been effing with our Black History series. No, they really have. Shout out to those who, you know, voice letting us know that they really enjoyed the series and the topics that we're putting out. Exactly. We really, really do appreciate that because we really do enjoy doing it. So we do. It's good we, to hear. We enjoy doing the research. We enjoy doing all of that. Because whenever we give y'all the content, it's going to be of quality. Period. 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 But listen. Listen. Let's get into our week recaps. And then we're going to get into a little fun, ridiculous game. <laughs> okay. Well, I start I start my recap first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like, all right, bitch. Did I- um, <laughs> I'm sick of her. I'm really not, though. I actually love Brie. And the feeling is mutual. (laughs) Um, But nah. So by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, it will be. It'll be Monday, Valentine's Day. So this past week is Valentine's week. Um, But even besides Valentine's week, it was also my anniversary week. So, me and my boyfriend have been celebrating all week. I had did a post about, um, like, gift giving. Yeah. And I posted it as, like, a Valentine's thing because I felt like it was really cute um, to post on my sexology page for people who aren't really the best at gift planning. Which is um, But originally, it started as just an idea that me and him wanted to do instead of trying to focusing, focus on buying really huge gifts for each other for one day right. of our anniversary. We decided to make it a week-long thing and put some personality into it right. and thoughtfulness. And it has been so amazing, y'all. Aww. Oh, it's so cute. And I'm so happy. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the highlight of my week. I love um, that idea. I also feel like that's it's more affordable too. See, because nowadays we looking at uh, budget caps on some of y'all's gifts. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's getting real ridiculous on the pricings. And bro, prices have been going up everywhere. I don't know what is going on. Prices have been going up, but the pay for work has not. So, <laughs> like, what's that about? Like, I don't know what's that about? I'm not too sure. It's continuously increasing, but. <laughs> these jobs aren't offering that so <laughs> i'm looking like i understand i mean i'm not saying this because i'm not trying to you know uh put myself in uh perjury whatever the word is called but i understand why people rob people but anyways um <laughs> yeah so for me personally <laughs> my week has been real ridiculous <laughs> hey it's like the stupidity has been on 10 and I have just been so exhausted. 
and it's funny because like I feel like usually with my recaps like uh, each recap I'm like pretty honest and transparent like you know last time that I was working on myself this recap y'all I'm gonna be honest I've been in an extremely irritated mood. <laughs> Everything's been pissing me off left and right. A lot of people have been pissing me off. Jobs have been pissing me off. It's just been really stupid. Everything has been stupid. But, but, a bitch got a bonus today. So I was able to pay off of some debts. Okay. <laughs> so a bonus, listen. they just surprised you with one? Girl, so they said I thought I wasn't gonna get it because there's there's no you you know there's been a lot going on at that company. Woo, child. And they said that we were gonna get it, but we thought that we weren't going to get it for some for some reasons, but we got it and we were like, This is lit. But you know what's crazy? Like when you get extra money, it's like no matter how much money you get, since you're putting it towards something, you don't really see it unless you're like investing it or like putting it like I really need to start the whole process of actually setting up uh, some money aside because that shit can get real like you don't just have to pay your bills with all your money that you get you know what I'm saying like well you oh, mm-hmm. obviously you do you pay your bills but like also put some money aside for your future i am definitely been learning that so this week has been trying but there was some silver lining so I'm thankful for that I'm thankful for the, to God because he didn't have to give me the money yeah, and I said it came from God because it did. <laughs> okay, because you said I'm not giving power anywhere else. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> but I'm glad you found a silver lining, sis, and you made it through the week. Yeah. Yeah. Thank keep you. Going. <laughs> we'll keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. And that's all. Listen, like I said, you can do what you can do. There's only 24 hours in a day, y'all. That's facts. Whatever you could not get done today, you leave that. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has not come yet. Enough trouble is in a day. You can do what you can do today. And then when you get home and go to bed, that's your time. Don't be thinking about all that extra bullshit. Because you can't fix it when you're about to go to sleep. So just go ahead and go to sleep. Shit. That's what I do. <laughs> go to, go One thing sleep. about me, I'm going to take a nap. Hey. I took a nap before this. Okay. <laughs> Facts. I'm going to go. Hey, because if I can't, if I, if I try my best, and that's not good enough, I'm going to sleep. That's it. Because, I mean, that, that's enough. You don't have to keep pushing yourself, bro. Because if you push yourself and there's no outcome, you might as well go to sleep. At least with that, you'll be more rejuvenated when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I'm excited to get into this game. So, we are playing Make Up a Story Black History Edition. So, we played this game before on here where uh, me or Bree, we take one sentence. And the other builds off of that. Say, uh, let's see here. I'm going into the store to buy a carton of milk. Brie will then say, I'm going into the store to buy a carton of milk. And then I'm going to rob the cashier. But see, we're going to do a Black History Edition. And we're going to try to put in some Black historical figures in there. Okay, this this is gonna be real real interesting. Bree's like, why does this bitch keep talking about robbing niggas? <laughs> Cause it might happen. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Um. So yeah, do you do you, want, you want to go first, Bree, or you want me to go first? You you start. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> Rosa Parks did not get up out of her seat. 
Rosa Parks did not get up out of her seat and looked at niggas and said, who the fuck do you think you are? Rosa Parks did not get up out of her seat and looked at niggas and said, who the fuck do you think you are? And then proceeded to slap the man who said she needed to get up out of her seat. (laughs) (laughs) Rosa Parks did not get up out of her seat and looked at niggas and said, who the fuck do you think you are? And then proceeded to slap the man for telling her to get up out her seat and then ran home before niggas could retaliate and used her security system. Oh God. Okay. Um so Rosa Rosa Parks did not get up out of her seat and looked at niggas and said wait, okay. <laughs> wait, no, no, I got this, bro. I got this. I got this. You just just wait, have a little faith in me, Brianna. Please. Rosa Parks did not get up out of her seat and looked at niggas and said, Who the fuck do you think you are? And proceeded to slap the man for telling her to get up out of her seat and then ran home before niggas could get her into her home security system. Was that the last thing? <laughs> And then that was not it, bitch. <laughs> Damn, it's cause. Damn, okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm a, okay. I'm gonna start it over. Okay, okay. I'm gonna start it over, but I'm gonna start it from like that point. So we starting over, but I'm gonna keep. This is like story. a memory game. All right, all right, all right. So you don't have to remember nothing else before this, okay? Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> so Rosa Parks ran to her apartment. Mm-hmm. And made sure to use her security system that Marie Van Britton Brown invented. <laughs> so Rosa Parks ran to you said she had an apartment. You said apartment. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you okay? And proceeded to use the home security system that the woman that Bree just mentioned created. Uh, uh. and um <laughs> and. Proceeded to um no yeah but you know it's okay <laughs> it's okay it's okay bro we tried Black we really did you know. no but for real y'all can hear more about Marie so you What's going on in the world? Yo, what's really going on in the world, man? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? I just, okay. <laughs> and in Black History Month, this is what we're doing? So the current event today, we're going to definitely talk about Kanye West versus the Kardashians Jenner clan. And yeah, I said clan. I definitely said clan. <laughs> Listen, I don't really know what's going on, but, you know, in his latest of deleted tweets, he aired out some more dirty laundry, basically saying that he needs an apology from every one of the Kardashian Jenners for not being invited to Chicago's birthday party. He sent a message to uh, one of the Kardashians and was like, Yeah, I still need an apology from you. And all they were saying was, Yeah, good vibes. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and, and, oh, my gosh. Here's what's really sad. 
here's what's really sad. I feel like Kanye needs to just take somebody to court at this point. I don't know if he's trying to do that, but I don't, and I also don't know what the severity is between him and Kim's relationship, but this is seeming like a full attack at this point. A part of me to his kid's birthday party? I don't know. Yeah, I remember when that happened and he like was posting videos of it in his car talking about he was driving around trying to see if he can get in contact with someone because he really wanted to go to his kid's birthday party. Yeah. And then Travis Scott let him in. And I just know that they got they went on on Travis because then no, he they let it, he let it be known that it was Travis that let him in. With his snitching. <laughs> and and I know that everyone else was like, what the hell? It's it's really sad because I mean we don't know everything that goes on behind closed doors yeah, we don't. in these celebrities' lives and their relationships and stuff. But at the end of the day, this is a father and a mother, and they have multiple kids. Um, so I just feel like something like this is very like horrible to be put so much in public eye. And a part of me yeah. wonders if that's the point you know like yeah eventually he is just trying to create like a paper trail per se yeah um of incidents that he could use just in case he will have to go to court and um you know fight for custody of kids or whatever like the case may be but it's it's really sad honestly like a lot of people joke about what's going on and like bring up like kanye like this nigga brought it on himself and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. But I'm like, at the end of the day, like these are really people's lives and this is really something that can drive people crazy. So it's really sad to it's, see. It is very sad. And I, I don't want to ask you uh, your honest opinion. Do you think if he files for custody for those kids, he'll at least get 50 50? And I'm talking about also taking into account everything that was done in the public eye. And also the account. I don't really know. Like, I know in Texas, it's really hard for the man to get. And that's really, that's a whole fucked up situation in its own. That's a that's another systematic thing that happens, especially to black men when it comes to child support and custody of their kids. It's to also keep them a slave to the system. But I, like, I wonder if he does fall for custody. Like, what are his chances for at least getting 50-50? Yeah, I honestly wouldn't know. I feel like it really does depend on yeah. um, whatever they they bring to the the matter, whatever goes on in the court. Because, I mean, as far as everything that's been like brought to public eye, like the the thing most re- most recently when he talked about how he didn't want North on TikTok, but like Kim made North a TikTok and then like made a post responding to him saying like. I don't really see why it's a big deal. Like, he's trying to, you know, like, not support our daughter's creativity. And, like, really just try to spin it as, like, something more than what it was. When I really felt like, you know, it was just a father saying he doesn't really think that it's good for a young child to be on a TikTok. Yeah, because I also remember um, whenever he was going, uh, when he started going back and, like, finding Jesus again, he was essentially telling Kim you know, that he doesn't want her dressing a certain way. He doesn't want her wearing those little crop tops that she'd be wearing. Like, he wants her to be dressed a certain way. And they, um, she had to fix, like, North's wardrobe. But it's crazy. I want to hear, like, Travis's and also Corey's side. Because they're two black men. They are very heavily influenced by their white counterparts, though. 
Um, and I'm, I'm about to say, like, I I don't feel like their word is really going to be substantial, to be honest. I'm like, what happened for Travis to let this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if Kanye and Travis had a separate relationship and Kanye was telling him, like, some more shit that was happening. Travis was like, well, I'm going to just let it happen. Because they definitely went against Kim's wishes. And also, in that latest tweet that he posted, he said, I need an apology from all the ladies and the Kardashian family, including Corey. <laughs> I said, oh. Well, because like, I, I just feel like dealing with that family, you really do put up a lot. Like, no yeah. matter what. Like, you, you see the shit that be going on between every single one of them and their respective partners. Like, yeah. it'd be a whole fucking mess that the whole world tunes into for entertainment. He'd been Like, that's a lot to do with. And we've kind of been noticing, like, you know, the downfall of Kanye's mental health over yeah. the years. It's so like, uh, honestly, part of me was like, I really wasn't surprised that they ended up getting a divorce now. Oh, um, no, for sure. That I was honestly definitely... surprised they lasted this long and had this many kids. But, you know, yeah. they have... again, like, it's just really sad because at the end of the day, like, it's one thing for two adults in a relationship doesn't work out and they work out their differences and mm-hmm. then just settle it, like, however that means. But mm-hmm. when you have children, that's like a whole another aspect and when you start bringing in children in a negative light like this like literally i feel like the kids met like names shouldn't be mouth during this time they shouldn't be publicized like with everything else that's going on between the two of them they need to just be focusing on these two and their divorce if they're gonna focus on anything because at the end of the day like i just i really hate celebrity gossip and shit yeah it's a lot to catch up with and i'm like damn niggas don't have nothing better to do but like again like these are children um and their lives are affected the most because they are a lot of them like they're so young they don't even know what the fuck is going on they just know that like their mom and dad don't live in the same house no more so it is way, way more serious than that and they're gonna learn more. like all of this shit and see how it all transpired years from now when they can comprehend and it's sad backlash of it it's sad because they're gonna see all these like there's like full bashing sites against like the kids and and i'm like what excuse me what is the point of like some people really don't have anything else to do with their lives i'm like these are kids have nothing to do with it um North being on TikTok, even though Kanye doesn't want her, and Kanye and Kim have a whole situation of her being on TikTok. There's people on TikTok bashing North, and I'm like, what? Like, this is the problem. Like, if someone were to ask me if you want to have fame and fortune, I would be like, y'all can keep the fame, I'll keep the fortune, because this shit follows you forever. And Kanye, it's like now he he he's now stuck in this loop of having to constantly prove himself, constantly air out the dirty laundry so everybody can see what's going on like it's and and I just know this is not helping the mental health that he's currently in and that he's also been dealing with it's just piling more and more on and I really do pray for him I pray for all of them to be honest because I don't I don't know what Kim's going through either um but I really like we've actually seen you know him getting admitted we've seen like the declination in his mental health on stage not going to concerts and it really does seem, I don't know what's behind the scenes, but as from what we were able to see, it seems like he does really love his kids. And she's even stated that multiple times. So I hope they can get it figured out, man, because I just know when it comes to kids, like that is how you hurt somebody. Like if you want to yeah. get somebody's heart and you attack their kids, that's how you, that's, that's exactly what you do. 
So no, I, I, I fully agree. I fully agree. And I really just hope that this isn't some elaborate stunt that Chris Jenner um planned because we all know this bitch orchestrated like their entire uh fame for like the past decade so yeah 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 i wouldn't put it past her everything else is collateral damage always has something up her sleeve no matter what and that's crazy because i'm like yeah she, like a manager standpoint, uh, you know, always have someone up your sleeve can be helpful. But at this point, like these is people's real emotions. Like, can we stop with the stunts? Like, this is somebody's life. Let's actually yeah. get some help, and let's actually, you know, uh, talk about it as adults and not give a damn about what the whole world is saying. Because at the end of the day, the world is gonna be there. Period. Your mental health, your yourself, your health in general. Um, how you're feeling, your overall well-being, that can deteriorate in an instant. And everybody else is going to be looking at you. They they don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about you now. So, And that's why I don't give a damn about them and that's why I be minding my business. <laughs> and that was that was the goal of this current event. Everybody needs to mind their own damn business. And if you see somebody struggling, don't try to exploit it and help them. Period. No, because as soon as you try to talk shit about someone else's situation, Man. you never know. You might find yourself in the same one. Hey. <laughs> so, hey, <sighs> that shit does come back around. But I don't care what nobody say. If you do wrong on purpose, like if your intentions are bad, that shit's gonna come back around to you tenfold. That's all you I gotta know, say. Really, what goes around comes back around. Okay, like a hula hoop. All right, all right. Y'all all right. know exactly why we're here. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are continuing the Black History Month series, and today we have a special episode where we're highlighting all of the things you may not have known that Black women invented. Like, this is so cute. I love that. No, for <clears throat> real. Like, it, I, and I think it's really important to be able to, because uh, a lot of this is very surprising. Like, some of the things on uh the list that we're going to be listing out for y'all I didn't even know like from doing research and I just think it's important to let everyone else know and also let y'all know their names because a lot of these women like their stories were that they had a lot of pushback when they were inventing these uh gadgets and and Mm -hmm. tools and resources um mostly out of racism and mm-hmm. you know really fought to get everything patented and to get that recognition so they definitely deserved that and we definitely put it all on uh, most of these inventions were by women that <laughs> were basically like what can I do to make my life easier because everything else is coming at me real fast and I don't have time for it so <laughs> facts <laughs> that's really what most of it is about and yeah I'm so excited to get into this because and that's another thing, because a lot of these women, they also were the pioneers for a lot of things. You know how, like, sometimes you have an idea, 
and you put it out there. And then another idea, it's like your idea similarly, but it's just a little bit more pizzazz to it. But you were the pioneer for it. Mm -hmm. A lot of these women were the pioneer for a lot of shit that I never even thought of. And I was like, wow, didn't know that. Of course, Mm -hmm. they didn't teach us this in our history classes. But guess what? We're going to teach you this on our history show. Okay. Look. Look, herstory. Okay. Herstory. Okay. Because his history, and hear me out, his story. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know if that shit's true or not. But her story <laughs> is. So here we go. Because niggas be lying. <laughs> niggas be lying. Niggas definitely be lying. Okay, okay, okay. This first one I thought was really, really cool. So, Bree, did you know a black woman was the pioneer for GIF animation? I used to pronounce this as GIF, and a lot of, I was under a lot of fire for it. But G-I-F is GIF. Don't know why it's pronounced that way. That's neither here nor there. Because I, I also pronounce it as GIF, and I don't give a fuck. Y'all know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. It just makes more sense. <laughs> It makes more bro, cause GIF, if it's GIF, where the T at? <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody say, bro. So the woman, the beautiful black woman who created GIF animation, her name is pronounced Lisa Jalobt. It's G-E-L-O-B-T-E-R. I want to say that's Galopter, Jalopter. Lisa Jalopter. I hope I'm not. Um, what is the word called? Uh, mispronouncing? Saying, mispronouncing, yes. I hope I'm not mispronouncing it. But Lisa Jalopter. She was a computer scientist who developed the animation used to create GIFs as well as other pioneering video technology like Shockwave, Brightcove, Juiced, J O O S T, and even. Hulu, bitch. Damn. The same shit, that's the same shit that I use to watch Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, all of that. Shout out to Lisa. Okay. Okay. Shout out because my meme uh folder is full of gifs. It yes. And for the most part, that's how I be getting my points across. So <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. This next right. one. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know I mentioned her earlier during the, the, the game? Mm-hmm. The home security system was created by Marie Van Britten Brown. And mm-hmm. so the whole reason why she came up with it was because um she lived in New York and she noticed that like, you know, the crime was going up and everything. And she was basically like, ain't no niggas finna run up in here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Because she was a nurse and she was like, everything that I worked for, I worked hard for to get here and ain't nobody can fuck that up. So let me make sure my shit is protected. And she came up with the home security system, y'all. And she did all the bells and the whistles. Like she put everything on there, peephole, uh, like all the gadgets, video recording. She said, y'all going, I'm going to see who you are. Okay. Okay. And you're going to make a lot of noise. I hey, I know okay, right. and then you're gonna meet this mouse katool. So <laughs> I just found that like really, really interesting though, because she was really like 
okay, I have this potential problem and I'm going to find a solution. She asked her husband, um, who was like an electronics technician. So he did a lot of like the inner wiring um, to help her with it. And then she got it patented, right? Right. And this is like the framework for all of the modern like home security systems and like the security video monitoring systems used today. Oh, wow. Like that's crazy. A black man. woman. It, it, man, I told y'all stop sleeping on us. Stop sleeping on us. Stop. We're smart individual. First of all, intelligent. We are. We're literally the pioneers for everything. I don't give a damn what nobody's got to say about that. People hate us so much just because of that. When they found out that the country music wasn't actually invented by white folk, they was real pissed off. <laughs> right at this point, you just finding out everything was actually invented by black people and exactly. um, was just turned and twisted and stolen. Mm. So mm. Stolen. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Stole, I don't believe stole. what anybody say. I know how uh, fucking magical we are and everything that we can do. And mm-hmm. I just thank God every day that I was born a black woman. You know so I don't what? have to pretend a- to be one. Amen. 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 Because a lot of people pretend, a lot of people see you and they're like, damn, I want to be you. And it's, and, I, and I'm glad we're in a generation now where we can just really embrace who we are and we don't feel like we're judged. And, if, and nowadays, if we are judged, we're like, okay, and <laughs> I'm still black. I'm still a woman. I'm still great. <laughs> so yeah, this next invention actually was improved by Miss Sarah Boone, it's she created a newer and better version of the iron board. So, fun fact, she was actually a former slave who in April 1890, 1892, she patented a new and improved version of the iron board. Okay, so it made it way easier to smooth out women's garments. So the first iron board before that, our blouses and dresses was looking real wrinkly as fuck. I'm just going to be honest. We're going to talk about that right now. <laughs> she made it to where her iron board was more narrow, curved, and also reversible, bitch. Reversible. Okay. I'm not talking about we can only just use one side. You know, like the reversible jackets, bitch. Mm-hmm. Fun jackets. It was reversible. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she made it more curved, made it reversible, and this was making it particularly adapted to be used in ironing the sleeves and bodies of ladies' garments. So with the first board, since it was just straight back, it wasn't, there wasn't no curve for, you know, for you to get the angles in the sleeves and make sure the wrinkles wasn't out. Ladies' garments and, like, their actual blouses and dresses, like, the sleeves part would look so fucking wrinkly. And I just know back then they were like, I mean, since it was a side, I guess they weren't really tripping, but this nice black woman said, this looks tacky as fuck. Let me improve this, because I'm trying to be a bad bitch. Okay, shout out to her. Because (laughs) (laughs) imagine if we was walking around wrinkled today. Imagine. Imagine. Exactly, and it's crazy, because the iron board that was made before she improved it, it was specifically made because, you know, Back then, the women did all the men's clothing and, you know, they ironed their pants, legs and shit. It was made for, you know, men's clothes. Everything's straight all the way down. There's no curves. It was made for everything to look straight. So it really didn't cater to women. But we were the ones wearing all the different, you know, 
with men, they can wear a nice slacks, shirt, that's it. With us, we have three-piece church dresses. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? We got all types of shit that needs to be ironed out. And, bitch, and in that point in time, bitches was wearing petticoats and shit. So exactly. It was layers you had to iron. It was layers you had to iron. Otherwise, niggas was looking crazy as fuck. Or it was just looking really straight. And sometimes certain outfits, and I've seen this, because I remember having this one pleated skirt. And if you don't have a specific, if you just have like the straight back iron board, it kind of irons your pleats and it looks like your pleat is more smashed in than the regular, like how it's supposed to look like a cute school girl skirt. It's looking like you're ironing out the lines that are not supposed to be ironing out. So I love that she was like, I want us to continue to look stylish and to look more um, presentable when we're walking around because otherwise we're just ironing these clothes straight down. The shit looks plain. It doesn't look right. And we're not technically taking care of our clothes properly. She was thinking about all of this and said, let me make mm-hmm. uh, an invention. To a black woman. It can, a black woman. It's working to improve how we look. Let's go. Sarah Boone, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Oh, this one is pivotal because, y'all, this woman, her name is Alice H. Parker. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. invented central heating. Mm. And just think about all of the winters that we've had. Niggas was losing power and all that, but <laughs> yeah. the ones that did it, okay, in order to survive up to this point, we had central heating thanks to this woman who saw the importance of it needed in order to heat entire homes and buildings in one concentrated area. Because up to that point, they had like furnaces that would use that was used to heat one specific area not Mm. for an entire room or an entire building wow and so she saw that there was a need for this in order to keep you know everyone heated and uh i believe she was from new jersey so i know in the winter times it gets really really cold um dealing with like snow and and blizzards and things like that so she was like yeah me and my homies need to be warm okay to make sure we survive through this winter so shout out to her okay Shout out to her, bro, because I I I think that was such a beautiful invention because I'm thinking even now, like, like I know where I work at, they need to fix the central heating over there because it'd be getting cold in some spots and warm in other spots. But the fact that somebody thought about that and was like, yeah, this is actually not that efficient when <laughs> fixed it. Come on, black woman, black woman. And I, y'all gonna get tired of us saying that because we're gonna continue to say that. Okay, okay, next invention. Voice over internet protocol. Uh, what is voice over internet protocol, JJ? I'm glad you asked, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> voice over internet protocol, commonly what is known it? as <laughs> she said, what is it? commonly known as voip is the technology that allows you to use the internet the internet the interwebs to make phone calls if you've ever chatted long distance over skype or use google hangouts uvu all of that y'all guess what we have to thank marion croak that's who we have to to thank she holds over 200 patents 
including one for text-based donation services. You know, whenever you're trying to sign a petition or sign something for a donation and you just text them the money, we have her to thank for that. Bro, That's what we have to think. That is so genius. Like, what? It really is. It really, really is. A she black is woman. A black woman. She's the a reason. Black woman from infinity. She's to the infinity. reason that we that I can FaceTime you, bro. She's bro. the reason I can FaceTime you. Hell, she. she uh, imagine, imagine working your job without Zoom for the people that work from home. Yo, you got Marion to thank. Wow, 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 wow. Hmm. And now she oversees reliability engineering for YouTube. Okay, getting the big bucks. Vice president of engineering at Google. Girl, bitch, vice president of engineering at Google? All right. Y'all playing. (laughs) Y'all fucking playing. LOL. A black one black woman so 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 guess what this next black woman created that i'm about to talk to you about right now jj it gotta be something good it is uh especially for us okay Okay. so this woman her name y'all remember her name is mary beatrice davidson kenner Mm, okay miss mary created the sanitary belt and for those that don't know, that's uh, basically the pad before the pad that we know now. Okay. Because okay? she lived in a time to where um, there really wasn't an option to wear, you know, a comfortable pad. Women yeah. during this time, it was in the 50s. Um, they used like their like a cloth yeah. or rags uh, during their periods. This was a, a time where it was extremely taboo for women to use tampons because there were idiots saying that it makes young girls evil and have erotic feelings a lot of shame like what the fuck a lot of shame thrown on women that just wanting to use menstrual care yeah don't really know why a lot of men was speaking on things that happened to women but y'all know that's nothing new um so mary had the bright idea to be like you know what I'm tired of doing this shit, and I don't want to be like these other nasty hoes out here just putting rags down there. Um, so let me find something that's sanitary. <laughs> let me find something that's fucking... Bro. Let me find something that's sanitary and will also hold my pad in place. So she created that, and it was a great invention. Like, everything, every time she contacted someone, they were like, wow what can we do to get this out? Because again, during this time, like this just wasn't something that was done. Right. right? right. And sadly, as a black woman, um, she was met with a lot of racism. There were a lot of companies that were really excited to hear her pitch her idea um, about her sanitary belt. But then once they found out that she was a black woman, they were no longer interested. And that's really stupid because Mm -hmm. this is, I'm, I'm creating something that's sufficient for all women. Like you, you. So you really want to go home to to the house, and you know your a wife is on your uh, on her period because you all you smell is blood on rags and shit. Every time you walk in the house, it's a metallic ass smell. I know you're tired of it. Okay, but that did not stop sis. Okay, resilience, black okay. women, resilience. resilience. So a few years later, she finally got her patent for the sanitary belt, and 
Um, people still use it. It was used all the way up until the 80s until we got what, you know, the common pad that we have now with the adhesive under the bottom. Mm, but okay. still, I think it's really important to note that a Black woman came up with that and she really paved the way for, you know, these modern menstrual care products because, again, there were a lot of women that felt a lot of shame yeah. uh, about their natural, a natural bodily function that all yeah. women go through. Yeah. Um, and just wanting to be clean and wanting to, you know, use safe methods in order to stay clean. And she gave him that. And she gave him that. She said, y'all bitches dirty. Let me help clean y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what she said. Oh, and she gave him that. And we appreciate you. We appreciate you, Mary. And we we going to continue to make you proud. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these women were pioneers for really really needed inventions so mm -hmm. we're very 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 thankful for that so what's this, next yes this next invention was the curling iron okay. created in 1980 by hairdresser fiora stevens now interestingly enough there's not a whole bunch on uh fiora there's not a whole bunch of like her background like if you try to look it up um, all we really know is that she was black, she was a hairdresser, and she was tired of curling products that was giving lackluster, especially to black women's hair. So she invented the curling iron and said, we gonna try to make your shit more bouncy and voluminous. Because here's the thing, and I'm very thankful for this because back in the day when I used to rap, and I'm gonna start getting, well, I don't know if I'm gonna start getting a silk press, but I do want to get a silk press, but Back in the day, whenever I would wrap my hair when it was straight all the time and I would just put a scarf on it, I would comb it out and it was flat. But I noticed that when I started using like a little bit of a curl to it, like a curling iron, I would curl the ends or do like a ringlet curl and then wrap my hair and I would unwrap it. My shit was hella, hella bouncy. And I would just be shaking my head from left to right. I wish you could see me. I'm shaking my hair right now. <laughs> I'll be shaking my head from left to right. The curling iron is so... It's funny because I know, like, a lot of people today, they can use, like, straightening irons and, like, try to curl their hair. I can't do all that shit. That's... that's. But you really have to use a specific technique in order to yeah, get that. Yeah, it's, know. like, it's it's pretty ridiculous. But, like, a nice, cute curling iron, you wouldn't even got to do that much. Do one little Bro. smoke, and now you cute, bitch. That's and that's what Fiora was thinking. She was like, I don't have time to be doing all this crazy stuff. People coming in here and getting their hair done, asking to be curled. I got to twist my wrist in order to use this straightening rod. Right, and, it, and it makes their shit look more dry rather than a quick curl. That wouldn't, this, because it also alleviates, you know, less heat. Because when you have to straighten and curl, you have to pull your shit all the way down. That's like one or two runs right there. Then continue to try to curl. Continue to try to curl. You know how much heat that is on your hair? Yeah. Like, Fiora says, I'm bringing y'all convenience and I'm saving y'all's edges. And I'm making sure that your shit ain't dried out by the time I'm done. So thank you, Fiora. Thank you for that. <laughs> Shout out to her. Okay. Okay, this next queen... She also deserves a really good shout out. This mm -hmm. is Madeline Turner, who created the fruit press. Okay. Yes. She got tired of hand squeezing her juice every morning. So Convenient. she was like, you know what? 
I need some type of gadget machine that can extract the juice from these fruits because I'm tired of doing it. Take a lot of time out of my morning. Um, and I just want to go around my day, but I can't miss out on my juice. So, <laughs> okay, she was granted the patent for the invention and it just took off. Like, mm. I mean, how could it not? Niggas was like, wow, wow. I don't have to hand squeeze these oranges. Have you ever, wow. have you ever tried to, like, <laughs> have you ever tried to hand squeeze a fruit, bitch? Bitch, to I tried it once. I tried it once and it was a lemon. As mm-hmm. soon as I tried it, um, I don't know fucking how, but you know, I have I have a different type of bad luck. Like only shit that happens to fucking bitches with short torsos. And I definitely tried to squeeze the lemon and for some reason, don't know how, something popped in my fucking eye. I don't even think it was juice, bitch. It was whatever that was on the very tip of it. Something like tried to burst out. It was a lot. It was a lemon. And I, after that, I was like, I will never squeeze a fruit again. The fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not, I'm not no, uh, uh, inefficient, bitch. So, no. Bro, and you know, the same thing probably could have happened to Madeline. We don't know the size (laughs) of her torso, but like, yeah, whatever it was, one morning she was like, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. about to make this fruit press. And thanks to her, now we have fucking Smoothie King and all of these juice bars Yes, that utilize her invention. Wow. A fucking and there's nothing the like, like fresh squeezed fruit, bitch. Like fresh squeezed orange juice for a mimosa? What? Ooh. Ooh. Hey, hey, is... So, so how you make wine? Is that through juice, juice and grapes? What, what is that? See, I don't know the the full process, but I I do know it does come from like grapes and vineyards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. But yeah, so definitely shout out to her, man, because you know what? I'm also thinking like. Since she created the juicer, I know that was pioneering for blending and smoothie, like all of that, bro. Like you said, like it it makes you give also a healthier life too. Because let me tell you something: when we start thinking that shit's too complicated, what do we do? We go the easy route. Oh, I don't want to cook dinner. There's a lot of shit that I gotta do, so I'm about to eat out. I don't want to fucking squeeze this fruit. Let me just go drink some Sprite. I don't know if. That's what they used to do back then, drink some Sprite. But I'm definitely <laughs> sure that they would eat something that was unhealthy because they were like, squeezing the fruit is a lot. And my hand is cramping. So. Okay. <laughs> well, shout out to Madeline one more time. Shout out to Madeline. Mm, this next one. Dr. Patricia back. And guess what she invented? Uh, wow. Hello? What's going on my grammar? <laughs> guess what she invented, Brie Brie? What? Cataract treatment, bitch. So listen. 1986. She invented a solution to harmful cataracts. And for people that don't know, cataracts is like cloudy eye blemishes that can lead to blindness. So essentially, the name of the actual tool is Laser Faco Pro. And so it's a surgical tool that uses a laser and one millimeter insertion to dissolve the blemish so the patient's eyes, eyelids can be replaced. So this is already like, that sounds like a lot. (laughs) I 
cataracts is actually extremely scary. And it's crazy because the reason why, you know, she, she thought of this idea after working at a Harlem hospital and discovering that African-Americans suffer from blindness at nearly double the rate of white people and are eight times more likely to develop glaucoma. This is a fact. I know a lot of friends, including myself, who have a lot of family members that are black. Um, and they're actually black women who have um, either past conditions of glaucoma, like it's a, it runs their family, or they actually have glaucoma. Um, so she attributed this uh, lack of accessible ophthalmic services for black people and began a community ophthalmology system that provided care to those who are normally unable to afford it. Come on! Come the fuck on. Bro, because this was definitely a time where black people were not getting the treatments that they really needed for serious cases like these. So that's amazing. It is amazing. She also co-founded the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness, which declares that eyesight is a basic human right. And not only did she make history with her invention, she became the first African-American woman doctor to receive a patent for a medical purpose. But she also holds four patents related to the laser FACO and continues to make improvements to it to this day. We have her to thank of getting us actual technology that can help our health. Like, that's such a huge thing, like you said, because even to this day, we see a lot of discrimination in the health field towards not only Black individuals, but specifically Black women. Mm-hmm. And um, knowing that a black woman uh, is pioneered attacking blindness, especially in the African-American community, is very rewarding to hear. Rewarding to know that that's in my bloodline. And hell yeah, it's in my bloodline because we're all connected. We are all fucking connected. That's why I wake up every day, even though I'm pissed off, I'm like, damn. But the women before me were great, so I know I got to be great. Period. Period. I know and I gotta keep that crazy. that dream alive, and and we do. So thank you, Doctor Bath, for that. Without you, motherfuckers would still be suffering. We would still have a huge percentage of us suffering from glaucoma without getting the proper tools and resources to help us. And that's really key because there probably were treatments out there, yeah, but they weren't used on black people. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm pretty yeah. sure there was. Uh, it's always like that unless it seems like unless a black individual creates something specifically for us we're gonna be shit out of luck no really and 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 it's really interesting how a lot of black women like we care for everyone yeah no matter their their race social status um gender like if we see there's a need of help we tend to give that help and so I want to highlight another black woman mm-hmm. that invented an amazing, I mean, like, this really changed the game yeah. for a lot of disabled people. Yeah. yeah. So, Bessie Blount Griffin, mm. she was a physical therapist that spent time caring for World War II veterans. And y'all know World War II, it, you know, it, it was pretty violent. Man, it was that pretty was violent. Bad. And yeah. so, um, specifically, she used to help veterans use their teeth and feet in place of the hands that they lost in combat. 
Um, so any amputees and she decided to invent a device that would help these amputees feed themselves and then also Mm. give them an increased sense of self-confidence and I really love that you know that was on her heart to do because just imagine like you fought in this war and like you yeah you 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 kept your life right you're, you're blessed to still be able to walk around but like you're now a disabled person you're missing you know limbs right, and you yeah. have to still carry on living your everyday life with you know these conditions yeah and that really can take a blow to your self-confidence when you have to use your feet or something to eat right wow 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 so uh or that brings us a lot of like unwanted attention and so right. she was like all right let me help out my homies that are going through this and she created the feeding tube. Mm. Mm. Wow. And I just think that's so amazing because it just made it so easier for people, like not just for, you know, these, it started off for these amputees, these veterans. Um, but, you know, this is also a method for other, you know, medical conditions that people go through or disorders where they can't feed themselves. Or if you had surgery or something like that, where you can't really chew, this is a method for you to still get your nutrition. Right. Right. That's, that's pretty intense, man. And, and it's crazy, because I'm like, why are we not taught about like, this is a very specific, they use today in hospitals for everyone who can't Mm -hmm. use their limbs. No, but 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 let let me tell y'all something too. Okay, Okay. because as black women, she still, she still received some backlash. Okay, what? So she originally uh, presented this invention to the U.S., okay. right? Okay. And the American Veterans Administration originally declined her invention, which I'm like, which is really crazy because it's like she was going to help specifically veterans, right? Right. So they didn't want to give her, you know, her rights in order to have the patent and receive because you know any anytime that you invent something you create a patent that means you own that anyone that tries to take that away from you they can be sued right. and any profits off of that invention from that patent you receive right they didn't want to give that to her because she was a black woman so you know what she did what did she do she donated the rights to the french government she said if <laughs> if y'all oh, want someone God. else will bitch okay she still got it done she still got it the fuck through done. the french government they said oh yeah I don't know what what they got going on over there, but yeah. take it, bro. Because that this is it helps. Like it's literally to help you. Like people are so consumed. Literally, this was something that was going to benefit humankind. Like, period. <laughs> and oh, niggas God. said because she's black and a woman, no thanks. Mm. Are y'all fucking dumb? It has to be cocaine. I, I, ooh, I don't know. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad she got it out there. I'm glad it didn't stop good sis. Cause what the fuck? Oh gosh, that's real raggedy. Listen, we 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 give our flowers to you, Miss Bessie, and we're using it to this day. And we're gonna forever use it. Forever. Man, I'm telling you, black women, we're amazing. Listen, I got another real convenient invention that was created by guess who, Bree Bree? Who? A black woman. Her name was Sarah Good, and she was an entrepreneur, which she created the cabinet bag. So this was the pioneer for 
the good old uh sofa beds, my niggas. First of all, sofa bed is so fucking convenient. <laughs> That's like an extra room. That's like an no, extra really. room. But yeah, so she was the first African American woman to receive a U.S. patent for her ingenious cabinet bed, which was adapted to be folded together when not in use. So as to occupy less space and made generally to resemble some article of furniture when sold folded, like literally like a sofa bed, like the sofa bed. So, but here's, here's the catch. Here's the cool thing. When this bed was folded, it could also be used as a desk. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Like, bro, I told you black, black women, like literally will take something like, what can I do to make my life easier? Okay, if this furniture is in my way, I need to, I need a desk, I need a bed, I need a dresser, I need a cabinet. Um, and I can put it all in one, bitch. So she found a way to make it all work. You know how much money that saves? Bitch, no, oh, really. I don't, I don't have a lot of furniture in my living room. Oh, hold on real quick. Let me just go get Sarah good. Bro, just she imagine better. being like one like, of her friends bro. when she first invented it and they <laughs> came over and they were like, oh, shit. Like, I don't have, like, nowhere to sit down. And she was like, hold on for a second. And then folded the bed up. Imagine being the first person to see that shit and be like, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah, go ahead and sit down. You can ride on that, too. That's a desk right there. Damn. Okay, I was about to say, like, damn, I actually got to write my letters to my husband who's in the military. Oh, don't, don't worry. Let me fold this couch back up real quick. Here's a desk, baby. Nigga, what? Bro, and then afterwards, she like, dang, you know, I didn't mean to write a whole novel. I'm getting a little tired. I need to head home. And she's like, that's all right. You can go ahead and rest your eyes. Hold on. Sit up real quick. And then pull the bed back out. <laughs> <laughs> I know that some of her friends were. I know that some of her friends weren't really her friends. And they was looking at her like she was thriving and they weren't. And I, I just know. I just fucking know. It paved the way for the Murphy bed, the sofa bed, and all other convertible furniture. You know them fucking um, recliners, bitch? We can thank her for that shit. All of that, bro. Like, that, the, the convenience. Like Y'all can't ever tell me shit. Like, one thing about black folk, if it's looking real ridiculous, we gonna make that shit convenient as fuck. No, for real. Because again, if it's looking real ridiculous, everything else is making our life harder on the outside. <laughs> So we said, how the fuck can we make this shit as easy as possible in my house? <laughs> in my house, okay, that I got to deal with. When the crowds have all gone home and it's just me and my motherfucking house, I am going to unfold the couch and lay in the bed. Maybe I don't want to walk all the way to the actual bedroom. I'm unfolding. Hey, because I'm not going to hold you. Some sofa beds I've slept in are so fucking comfortable. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the match. I'm not too sure. Some sofa beds I've slept in, man, that's just real ridiculous. It's ridiculous to come to <laughs> Well, shout out to her for shout real. out Sarah. I got a sofa bed. Okay. I do in my living room. That's just comfortable. You get you some bl- boy. I'm telling y'all, there's nothing like sleeping. Like, just hear me out. If you have a lot of nice, comfy blankets and you stay with a friend who got a sofa bed. Don't worry, bro. You get them comfy blankets, wrap yourself up, get in that sofa bed, you're going to sleep like you're on clouds. That's what I did. <laughs> I got drunk and slept in the bed. <laughs> so we're going to end it with this last wonderful black woman. Okay? Yes. She was a scientist that also mm-hmm. worked at NASA, bitch. Okay, NASA, bitch. She 
actually worked at NASA. Her name is Valerie Thomas. And um, while she worked at NASA, she overlooked a project um, development of this thing called Landsat, which -hmm. was the first satellite to ever send images from space. So them them images y'all see in our science textbooks of like Neptune and Saturn and shit. She was a part of that bitch. But but this isn't even the the, the invention I'm talking about, right? So I, I feel like that was like the project that inspired her mm-hmm, for this mm-hmm. next invention mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. in 1977 um thomas began researching and experimenting on an illusion transmitter mm-hmm. which essentially created the appearance of a 3d image mm. using concave mirrors and rays of light and then she ended up patenting it in the 80s and mm. nasa still uses her inventions to this day bro she actually created the framework for 3d image printing wow wow because i'm like without the 3d image you can't have 3d uh you know the the 3d image that we have in movies right the 3d imaging that we have in 3d printing right wow come on science bitch bro this just goes to show man and there and there's so many more black women that you know we weren't able to touch in this episode. There's so many more black women, black hair conditioner creators, the hairbrush, all of that. I'm just so amazed and it's really like learning this about like our history is what gives me more motivation to continue to be the creative fucking genius that I am. Mhm. <laughs> No, really, it does. Like it these women really created something out of nothing, and right. like now in present day, we. I mean, there's probably so many different spins. Like you know how we mentioned earlier, the woman that created GIFs animation. Yeah. Like think about how that's utilized today. Like GIFs are everywhere. Yeah, they are everywhere. They are. My favorite, my favorite GIF is the dog who's on fire in the in the room, and he's like, "This is fine," and he drinks his coffee. <laughs> I have Lisa to thank for that, bro. My favorite, one of my favorite GIFs is the one where uh, I don't, I don't even remember what show this was actually from, but it was the man where he come out of a trailer and he got a drink in his hand and then he tripped down, Bitch. and spilled a drink because <laughs> that's how I was feeling. <laughs> a couple weekends ago i'm gonna tell y'all the story in the bitch's way <laughs> bro and and he was definitely he looked back at the cup like damn did i spill it all out bro and then the other dude that was in it was looking like damn you all right he wasn't all right <laughs> he wasn't all right that nigga was drunk <laughs> as fuck <laughs> i'm so glad that we you know got to share and ex- and and you know Give y'all a little, because this was like a cute, informative, like, episode, I feel like. Like, mm-hmm. it was nice to know, because I didn't know, like, three-fourths of this shit. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know three-fourths of this shit, so. No, definitely didn't. And again, I'm so glad that we got to go over it and also, you know, say their names. Because a lot of people probably did name. hear that, like, a black woman created, like, you know, the illusion transmitter cabinet bed, but they didn't know who she was. Um, yeah. So... Again, I feel like it's really important to recognize these women for their inventions. Yeah. Um, 
and y'all keep it going. Like, if you got an idea, if you're sitting here like, <laughs> I think that I could use this to make this easier, do it. The then, fuck? Yeah, fucking, it's in our bloodline. For real. Look up how to create a patent. How to get Paying your shit patents. Heck yeah. Paying homage to these black women, and we're glad that they created what they created, and we're going to continue to make them proud, and our ancestors proud. Period. Period. It's Black History Month. Yo. <laughs> Where we at? Where we going? What we doing? What we going? What we doing? What we going? It's time for places to be and people to see. And let's go. <laughs> Period. Okay? Period. I just want to go ahead and plug a facial cleanser I've been using lately that's been making my skin feel very refreshed. That's about it. It's just been making it feel very refreshed. Like, you know how some facial cleansers... Wow, hello? Again, don't know what's going on with my grammar as of the past few episodes. I've just been skipped at tubbling, bubbling. Um, But you know how, uh, like, some facial cleansers, they, like, kind of just strip, your, like, your face. Like, your face feels like, uh, it's just no more collagens, all just stripped and I feel dry, and even when I put on my moisturizer, I still feel so dehydrated in my face. Like, I've had facial cleansers like that. But mm. this one that I've been trying out, Garnier, Garnier Facial Cleanser with Aloe Vera. It is in a, blue, I want to say that color is teal, like a teal bottle. It's um, transparent. You can see the actual cleanser. And it has a cute little aloe, um, like an aloe picture on it. It's Garnier Facial Cleanser with Aloe Vera. It's so, so nice on my skin. But be very careful. I know some people are um, may not know if they're allergic to Aloe Vera. I would try a little bit first just to make sure, just to see how your skin reacts. Or, you know, just do it like uh, maybe as a nighttime routine to see how your skin reacts first. Um, honestly, I always recommend that whenever switching facial cleansers Always just progress and slowly put yourself on the facial cleanser if you want to try something new. And maybe not try it on your face either. Try to do like a, a test on your, your arm. Yeah, there we go. something first in case you are allergic or like get a rash or something. Yeah. Do something that's not noticeable. But essentially like there's not really, there's no harmful products in it. Um, there's no like silicone, none of that. Um no parabens in this facial cleanser so and it's water-based so it's a pretty safe one I usually because I have sensitive skin so I don't really like to put all types of shit on my face and I usually go for a facial cleanser that doesn't have too many ingredients it needs to only have like a couple of ingredients because once it starts getting into shit that you can't pronounce I'm not putting that on my face I'm not. But the Garnier facial cleanser I've been using, it's just been making, it's really been, it's also been making like my skin glow. So I recommend trying it out just to see if you guys like it. Um, There's no smell to it, which I love. Uh, For some reason, like to me, like if you have a smell in your facial cleanser as well, mm, probably not, probably a no-go, at least for me. So it's very, it's it's pretty good for me on my skin. So if y'all want to try it, check it out. You can get it at Walmart, Target, any convenience store, and check it out. Yes, check it out. 
I would like to shout out another community organization here in Tulsa. So Mm -hmm. if you are planning on moving to Tulsa or, um, you know, you're traveling to Tulsa and you're just looking for some things to do or maybe wondering, like, where the niggas at? Because I know when I first moved to Tulsa, I was like, where the fuck are the niggas at? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Where are the Negroes at? Where are the people that look like me at? It's Tulsa. So, like, I know y'all here. But uh, <laughs> this community um, is a community of beautiful black women, since we are Ooh. doing an episode on black women. Um, it's called Melanin Vibes. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, really dope because essentially it was a space created to promote emotional stability in people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a oh, community wow. of black women. Like they have events, they have, um, you know, um, I'm in a, a group chat with them where, mm-hmm. you know, once you introduce yourself and they welcome you and everything, they put you on to any events that they have. If you have businesses and stuff, they're like, plug your business. They really support. Like, I remember when I first joined, like, there was another girl that had joined mm-hmm. and she was like, where can I get my hair done? And there was like a hairdresser in the group chat and she got her hair done. It looked good as fuck. And I'm oh, like, wow. that's how you do it, bro. That's how you do it. That's like, no, for People real. Like, bro, you just moved here like a week ago and now you already found a hairdresser and got your hair done. I'm happy for you, sis. And that's yeah. how it should be. It really okay? is. <laughs> that's really how it should be. Um... But I really enjoy these group of ladies and I really just love the message behind it all because you need that representation, yeah. you know, you need that representation and you need that support system. And they also have like subgroups within the group. So if you are like an entrepreneur or a businesswoman, um, they have a group for that where you can talk about business and like network and things like that um they have a book club so if that's something you're interested in you can do that as well they have a separate group for uh women in spirituality so um that's also there for you to utilize so i just really appreciate like the message that they have um the women are very beautiful and nice because that's another thing like not all of these groups of women be nice bro like they don't be nice like at all not Bree trying to recruit us to Oklahoma. No, hold on. I mean, not Bree trying to recruit me in particular. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a specific space to where you can be yourself. You don't have to explain your blackness and right. your experiences as a black woman, um, because yeah. that's experience in itself. And then you can do fun shit. You can brunch. You can have people to go out with. Um, you can network, you can put out your business and get support that way as well um, and can just connect with other genuine souls. And so yeah. I really just appreciate that these are things that are like being done because, yeah, like if you were moving to a certain place, whether it's for a job or just personal reasons and stuff like that, it can be pretty lonely if you don't have like, you know, already set foundations of friends and family and stuff here. Right. So sure. I just really wanted to plug the Melanin Vibes. Um, if you're wanting to find their Instagram, it's at Melanin Vibes underscore underscore. Check it out. Check it out. Bitches with. Bitches with. Short torsos. Hey, uh, 
It's your girl, Bree. And um, I'm going to give you a story, some very unfortunate events. Um, I definitely walking in a different light in life now after this event. And yeah, it it was it was very embarrassing and eye opening. Uh, (laughs) Everyone was listening like, "Damn, bitch, what happened? What what'd you go through? Y'all finna find out." So real ridiculous. (laughs) Couple of weeks ago, and I can't even say weekend because it was definitely a Monday night. It was a a Monday night, night. and, um, you know, I had made some really great changes in my life, you know, and Mm -hmm. so I wanted to celebrate them. So I decided to go out this Monday with my boyfriend. He was down, and I was basically like, let's celebrate and drink up. Okay. It was okay. like we went to multiple places. Like we started off, we had dinner and um, a margarita, and then we left and went to this other restaurant um, where they do this thing where you like. I think I, I talked about it before on the places to be people to see. It's called Elote, um, and they have mm. just tequila and mezcals for you to try. And so we were trying different tequilas and mezcals. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say all together, I had like five shots and drinks. Like, okay. all together. Um, of just tequila and mezcal and, like, a margarita. And I was feeling really good. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was feeling really good. Um, and, 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 and a little, like, loose. Because, again, niggas was drinking. Right. And I was still like, you know, I can keep going. <laughs> Y'all, this but was a Monday night. At this point, it was, like, it was, like, 6 o'clock. Okay. It was like six o'clock. I don't know. I don't know why I, I let myself go um, this hard, but I did. I mean, a, a, apparently <laughs> there was a part of me that needed to go this hard. Yeah. Apparently. Um, so you was letting it we all ended do. up. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up at this speakeasy um, that's close to our apartment. And it was really fun. Like when we went there, there were other people there. We talked to everybody that was at the bar. Um, okay. The bartender was super, super dope. Like, me and her got into a really good conversation. Like, I was telling her about, like, my, um, like, I, we were talking about sexology and, like, why I became a sexologist. And then she was telling me about, like, what she does. We were talking about, like, traveling and stuff and, like, the country she's been to and everything. Like, it was really, really dope. And we were meeting other people at the bar. Um, there was this one man that had like a farm and shit, and so he was talking to us in detail about stuff. Whoa. I feel like he just really needed someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And then he bought us drinks, and it was just, you know, everything was really flowing, and 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 the energy was there. Like we kept being called sexy and shit, and you know, okay. bitches was feeling good. <laughs> this is feeling bitches real was good. feeling really good. Okay. <laughs> and by the end of it, y'all. <laughs> Oh, no. I've never blacked out before. Never. Like, I've I've never allowed myself to get to that point of drinkenness. Okay. Because okay? um, essentially, before, I've never really been, or, like, in, a, in an environment or with people that I trusted to right. be blackout drunk. Because, like, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. You don't. You know? Um, okay. But this night, I was like, fuck it. 
I'm uh, right across the street from my house. Right. I my nigga with me. He gonna take care of me. <laughs> right. He gonna take care I of me. I guess that's what I was thinking because I did black out. I only remember certain parts of the night. <laughs> yeah, I remember us leaving. Cause I, and the craziest part was for this bar, like there's like really long stairs. It's a speakeasy, so you have to go down these stairs. Like it's like down, like steep stairs. I don't remember oh, how okay. I got up the stairs. Okay. Don't. Don't remember walking out. All I remember was walking inside of our apartment building. Mm-hmm. And I had vomit on me. And I was like, who threw up? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I said, who threw up? And then it re- then the realization hit me. And I was like, you, bitch. You and so I just went through all of these emotions at once where I was embarrassed and disgusted and i was just like i don't know what the fuck is going on (laughs) (laughs) and a bitch just started crying i was like i threw up on myself oh my god (laughs) i don't know if i crossed paths with any other people that night uh, but all I remember was was walking through our apartment. I okay. realized I threw up on myself, so I started crying. I don't remember uh, coming upstairs to my apartment. Um, the next thing I knew, I it jumped to the memory of me being in the shower. Okay. And in the shower, I fell. Um, I were you like fell. showering? Huh? Were you like showering? Like you were like taking a shower? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. This sounds so crazy. Like, I kid y'all not. All I remember was from me crying, realizing I had vomit on myself. Then it jumps to me being in the shower, and I slip and fell in the shower backwards. And so I was oh. looking up to the ceiling, and all I saw was the the shower head, and the water was just falling onto my face. And I was crying again. Oh, my God. I was in a very low place. I was in a very low place. (laughs) Like mentally. And I was drunk as fuck. Oh my god. All I remember was just laying there. A bitch did not want to move. I was laying there letting the water hit my face. And then. um, And then I just remember waking up that next morning. (laughs) Bro, that's one of those blackouts that turn left very quick and you don't know Bro, how to Bro, every instance, and that's probably why my ass just went to sleep because I was like, I don't want to remember anymore. Oh. And so I woke up the next morning and y'all... Oh, no. This is when, like, even more embarrassment kicked in because everything started coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the flashes. Mm-hmm from the night before and I was like did this really happen and I was really trying to think about it because I was like I don't remember leaving the bar I don't remember like how like you know yeah um by this point my boyfriend was at work because again this was like a Tuesday Monday night so I wake up the next day it's Tuesday morning he's at work um and I'm just, like, trying to pick up the pieces. And then when I move to get out of bed, I'm in, like, excruciating pain. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. What the hell is this? And I'm not talking about a headache, y'all. Like, my body was sore. Um, It hurt to move. And so I got to the bathroom. And I'm like, why the fuck does my back hurt like this? And my arm and shit and, like, the side of my head, y'all. Oh, bitch. When I fell... The night before in the shower, mm-hmm. my back and my arm hit the shower faucet that's attached to the wall. Oh I broke God. the faucet off the wall. What the fuck, bro? This I is escalatingly it was in the tub. getting worse. Like it's and then I was like, 
what? And then I took off my clothes and noticed how I had bruises all along my arms and my, my back. Oh, my God. And then the back of my ear hurt. So I think that was, like, when my head hit, like, the tub, like, the bottom, the side of the tub. Oh, gosh. Y'all. I was in pain for, like, the next, like, three days um, and just dealing with the embarrassment of it all. I said never the fuck again. I was throwing up, could not stop, dry heaving. Because at one point, I didn't have anything else in my system, so I was just dry heaving. It was the most Uh, horrible feeling ever. I said I never want to do this shit again. I've said this before that I wasn't going to drink, but I I really mean that shit. Ever since then, I have not been drinking hard liquor. I've only been drinking wine and champagne, and I'm keeping it that way. Like, literally thinking about alcohol makes my stomach hurt. Oh, wow. So this is, like, your turning point now. Yeah. Every time I hear somebody say, like, thinking about alcohol makers, like, they literally never drink, like, hard. Like, that's it for them for the rest of their lives. Bro, like, I'm never taking shots again. Like, like, I'm not going to lie, like, more recently, I tried to, like, take a shot, and I could not do it. Oh, wow. I couldn't do it. Oh, like, so you're we were out. We were out, and I tried to take a shot, and I could not do it. Oh, yeah, you're so, done. So, like, I, I really just don't think that I have it in me anymore. <laughs> I'm traumatized. Damn. I mean, but you can still get lit off with champagne and wine. So oh, yeah, you definitely it. can. Yeah. Um, it's just easier. I guess for me to take, but like I'm now. If I hit, if I feel like I'm about to hit my limit, I'm stopping before. I yeah, get close. Any like, yeah. yeah, I'm never gonna be that down bad ever again. Huh? Bitches with, and, I, bitches and, with. That, and, and that's that's all we can say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy, because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday, because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember... Tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their mans to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on and tune in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.